0: Well, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 668 for January 16th, 2020, and I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week, our guest is Bart Bouchotts, back with Programming by Stealth. We are on 110 of X. How are you doing today, Bart?
1: I am doing fine. Um, <laughs> I, don't I, I, was, I may as well share this with listeners, but I am delighted because I now owe the bank a large amount of money. <laughs> tell, them <what> you, <laughs> tell them what you got in debt for. I got a debt for a house. I have a mortgage. The money is the money is now mine. The house is now mine. I am now a homeowner. Isn't that, that is scary.
0: That is amazing. You're you're grown up. That's what you are. I'm a
1: guy. <laughs> I, I, I turned forty one last week, but I'm finally grown up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got a car and a mortgage. Wow.
1: Yeah, no, but it's nice. It's actually. It's. I thought in the summer I will quickly buy a house. <laughs> 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 That's not how it works. Anyway. So, yeah, well, so congratulations
0: good for being in debt, Bart. Join the rest Bart, of us, right?
1: It's yeah, but paying it off is a lot easier than applying for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Might be. I
1: hope so. Anyway. All right. Where yes. are we going so, today? We are going into the land of conflict. Oh, and I'm not God. talking <laughs> politics. I'm talking Git.
0: I was going to say, great timing, Bart.
1: It just occurred to me about 10 seconds before you hit record, it's like, I can't not make a joke about conflict.
0: <laughs> yes, but we're to going honest. to merge conflicts. We're going, we're going to bring it together,
1: right? We are, actually. It's all about resolving. So <laughs> we have been steadfastly, or I have been very carefully engineering every example up until now to avoid the dreaded merge conflict, because... It's important to understand how to resolve a merge conflict, but it's also important to understand branching and stuff before you get into that scary part. And so I've been keeping things nice and level, you know, because we've only – actually, the reason we haven't had any conflicts is because we've only ever really done one thing at a time. So we've had a branch main, and we've branched off to do something, and we've come back. And we've always just done it one branch and one back at a time. And as long as you do that, it's actually impossible to have a conflict. But as soon as you go into a branching strategy where you have two things at once, right? You're working on a fix and you're working on a new feature. And then at the end of the day, you bring them back together. At that point, it is possible to have a change that clashes with another change, which Git calls a merge conflict. So Git is extremely good at reconciling differences. But if, two, if both branches edit the same line, only intelligence can figure out what to do. Then there is no automated way of reconciling that difference. Because if it's a line of code, you need to speak that programming language to know how to make those two things work together. If it's a line of English, the chances are you're going to have two concepts that need to be merged together, probably with an and somewhere or an or somewhere but nonetheless it involves intelligence it involves thinking about it
0: so is a conflict only when the same line has been edited
1: yes because otherwise git will insert the new line between or delete a line or you know as long as the same line isn't edited in both versions git will automatically finger them together git will git will make it go which is why you've had no problems
0: even without a uh, a conflict you could screw up your code where you made a change in the fix and a change in the feature and they changed two different lines in the same function they could they could screw it up but it wouldn't be it a could. conflict it'd just be wrong
1: yes correct yeah, okay. absolutely yeah you okay. and i mean that is something i think in a lot of cases that would fall under the category of a regression bug Actually, <laughs> okay. not quite a regression bug but yeah anyway it's
0: Okay, just it, want to make happens. that clarification. That is very different than just like it can't possibly cause a screw up without a conflict. You can easily screw things up without a conflict.
1: Yeah, you, you are still a program. You are still a human being. <laughs> you are still programming. You are still going to introduce bugs into your code. And no right. amount of git is going to save you from being human. Okay. But every now and then, git needs your help because git is git is not human. Git has no intelligence. Git just follows the rules. And when the same line is edited twice, intelligence is required. And at that point, Git basically goes over to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to you.
1: It helps you a lot, actually. But it helps you in a very command liney way. So if you speak Git's language, it's actually quite helpful. But if you don't speak Git's language, it's quite scary and confusing. So we're going to walk through it in a controlled way. And then I'm hoping that by the time we get to the end of this episode, you won't be scared of merge conflicts anymore.
0: I hope not. I have run into them and I think I've just run screaming. I forget exactly what I, I did to get out of it. I, I used
1: think, to do that. I did that for years.
0: I think you held my hand just, is what happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, for years I would just avoid all conflict, which is kind of my motto for life, really. <laughs> uh, but I would just run away now um, I have Monty Python in my head all the time. Run away, run away, when they're taunting the French castle. Anyway. Yes, yeah. Um, so, as I say, I have been working really hard to write examples that would not conflict. And in this episode, I got to do the opposite. I got to dream up an example with the express intention of causing a conflict, which was harder than I thought it would be, actually. But I got there in the end. I wanted to make it vaguely believable. So if you download the zip file for this installment, you will find one file in it, pbs110a.bundle. So if we do the usual dance that we're now quite used to, where we make a directory called pbs110a, we go into that directory, we do a git init, we change master to main if we need to, and then we pull in everything from the bundle file. So we want to pull in all the branches and all the tags so we get absolutely everything. And then when all that's done, we say git checkout main, and then we are hopefully sitting in a nice, clean repository.
0: In theory, I did my uh, I did that work ahead of time. Yay! <laughs> I, so, I don't promise I did it right, but I did do it.
1: Okay, well, we'll take it from here and see how we go. Um, so, a quick recap on branching before, or rather, on merging branches. So, the git merge command takes the changes on another branch and merges them into your current branch. So if you want to merge into main, you need to be on main. Right. If you want to merge into something else, you need to be on that something else. Okay. And in order to avoid errors when you merge, your working copy must be clean as you merge. So you want to be on the branch you want to merge into with a clean working copy. And clean, words, and clean working copy again means? Nothing uncommitted, no uncommitted changes. Okay. So when you do a git status, it says working copy clean. Checking. Which is...
0: Yes, well, working, you should, tr- working tree clean. Working tree. getting Nothing what it to commit. Okay,
1: good. Yes. Uh, so as I say, we, we've we already seen that git is pretty darn good at it. But when git, when git can't, it puts its hand up. And what it actually does is it the merge starts and your repository... If there's no conflict, your repository goes through this state automatically and out the other end so quickly you never notice. But there's like merging is like a third state of repository. So we have this concept of your working tree is clean, or we have this concept of you have changes. So they're the only two modes we've been in so far. There are changes or there are no changes. What is a third mode? I am merging. And when there's no conflict, the I am merging mode exists for the briefest amount of time Git does its magic and takes you straight out of it, and you never really notice you were there, right? It all happens within the one command. You say git space merge space name a branch, hit enter, and as soon as your command prompt is back, you're into normal working tree clean. But if there's a conflict, when you get your command line back, you are not in working tree clean. You are in a oh, new no. state that you have never been in before, which is merge conflict. Okay. So that is Git going, I have gone as far as I can, and everything it can do automatically will be done. And it will flag to you the file or files it needs help with. And then it's up to you at your leisure to resolve the conflicts and then to tell Git, I'm done, over to you. And then Git will finish the merge. And then you'll be back to a clean tree. What's very, very important to know because it makes your life so much less stressful is that there is a git command that is the equivalent of the monty python runaway (laughs) so if you get into a if you start a merge you get a conflict and you start to manually try resolve it and you make a complete mess right you accidentally delete five of your files you've just it's a disaster you have totally messed up If you back out, everything will be the way it was before you started to merge. Not if you've
0: ever been in that state, ever, right, Mark? Never.
1: Never, nope, never, (laughs) never, never. (laughs) Oh, my God, have I been there. Um, So that's really important to know. If you try to resolve the conflicts and you make a complete pig's breakfast of it doesn't matter. You can back out and you're right back to where you were. And then you can go merge again and this time do it right.
0: Okay. All right. Assuming so you've you figured can't... out the error of your ways.
1: <laughs> yeah, or you've done a little bit of RTFM and you've just you've realized that I have a hole in my knowledge. Let me ask the googles. Oh, that's what I should have done. <laughs> you you can back out and it's really reassuring to know that you can back out. The other thing is depending on the complexity of the merge, right? So our example today is very basic. So we're not going to be long in the limbo mode. But if you can imagine that you are working for MySQL and Oracle buy it and you suddenly feel deeply uncomfortable. So you decide that you want to take the Oracle code and merge into something else you've been working on called MariaDB. You could end up with 500 files with 10,000 merge conflicts. You could be in the limbo state for months. Working your way through methodically everything that needs to be worked through and then come out of it so there's no there's no time limit on being in this merge state if you need to fix 500 conflicts well work away take your time doesn't wow. matter Huh. but as i say for our examples we're not going to spend very long in there but in the real world in a big merge you could be in there for a week like i mean you could really have a major 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 project underway Where you know two companies have been working on an open source project and they want to reunite their work. Well, there could be five years worth of changes to reconcile with each other. So that could be a big merge conflict. That's right, fine.
0: Right. Huh.
1: So there's nothing weird about being in the merge state and it's fine to be there. So the best way to do this is to show. So I have engineered a situation where we will get a conflict and then we'll resolve it. So, since last we left our pretty little repository I have made two commits. The first thing I did was the very boring change of the PBS numbers from 109 to 110. And the second thing I did was I created a new section in the HTML file with the heading Powered by Open Source and as we start that that section contains one paragraph that simply says almost everything in this series is powered by open source technologies. Even this silly little demo uses Bootstrap 4, right? Okay. It's, a part. it's some text. So there are the two commits that are sitting on main. Now, there's actually what I'm going to call a bug in that sentence. It is correct to say that Bootstrap 4 is used by this demo, and it is correct to say that Bootstrap 4 is open source, but it's not particularly complete because... Bootstrap 4 requires jQuery and popper.js. So actually, this dumb little demo is using three open source projects. Okay. So you will find there is a branch called fix underscore missing OS for open source. And that contains a better version of that paragraph. So if you do a git space checkout space fix underscore missing OS, you can jump to that branch and then open the index.html file in your favorite browser. Okay, hang on, hang on,
0: hang on. How how would I know that that, that, what's the command again to see those branches? Git branch. Git branch. So I want to see them for myself. Okay, so feet series age and fix missing 05. OS. Yes. Yes. Okay, so git checkout. Fix fix underscore. Tab. No, underscore. Why is it? Oh, it doesn't uh, autocomplete.
1: Because it's not a file. So I'm afraid ZSH is not.
0: Not as smart. Switch to branch. Fix missing OS. Okay.
1: So if you have a look in there, the paragraph now says the more complete. Almost everything in this series is powered by open source technologies. Even this silly little demo uses Bootstrap 4 and by extension, jQuery and PopperJS.
0: So you say when I if I look in there. You mean if I open the index in, in the Yeah, browser? in your
1: browser or in your code editor, whichever view you prefer.
0: Okay, there we go. All right.
1: So that's a bug fix that's sitting over on this branch but uh, you know hypothetically I was in the middle of something else when it occurred to me to fix that bug so there's another branch which is a branch where I'm working on adding a whole new feature um so I've decided that I want to have an alert at the top of the page that says how many years old the PBS series is at this current moment in time and so to do date calculations, I could do it myself, or I could use the wonderful open source project moment.js to do the date calculations for me. And it's much better at it than I am. Mm-hmm. So, I have been working on that feature, and you will find that sitting on the branch feet underscore series age. Okay. So if you do a git checkout feet underscore series age, then you will see that's it has a little a little alert at the top that says Trivia. The PBS series is five years old.
0: <laughs> and that's being calculated script. by Moment.js?
1: It is indeed being calculated by Moment.js.
0: Oh, that would be so an easy way to keep itself. track.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um and the paragraph has been updated to include Moment.js. So it says almost everything in this series is powered by open source technologies. Even this silly demo uses bootstrap four and moment.js. Uh-oh. <laughs> ah, there we go. Good. You spotted my well-engineered conflict.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it used to say jQuery and popper JS, so now we've lost that.
1: Well, no, it Not didn't used to. on main, it never said on main, it main is still stuck at the old paragraph that just says bootstrap four.
0: Okay. But what, we now we've two. got two branches that say two different things on that line, right? Okay.
1: And they both got to go back into main. Okay. They both have to go back into main. So we have a conflict on the way. All right. So in our imaginary world, I was quicker to finish the bug fix than I was to finish the new feature. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to merge the fix into main, And we're going to be good people putting into practice everything we learned last week. So as well as merging it in, we're also going to give it a new semver. So it's gonna go from 240 to 241 because it's a fix. So mm-hmm. the last digit gets incremented. And for completeness, I will delete the branch when I'm done because it has no more use, you know, the fix is finished. So if we do all that, remember we have to be on the branch we want to merge into. I already right now, we're sitting did a git
0: checkout main because I knew I wanted to pull it in.
1: Perfect. So, Git checkout main is the first step. Mm-hmm. Then we say Git space merge space fix underscore missing os. Okay, oh. you'll see that works just fine. Okay, hang
0: on. You skipped over some stuff. uh Did you want to talk about the way things look in Git Kraken first before the merge?
1: uh I suppose yes. uh Basically, what you have is the the commit where it's just a simple paragraph, and at that commit, two branches leave, one called fix and one called feet. And they have our two versions and we want to go back to main.
0: Okay. So yeah, okay. So there's like a little blue bubble that's branched off that says fix missing OS, and then a green one that appears to be in line with main, which that bothers me the way it does that graphically. But uh okay.
1: Yeah. Remember, one of them is signaling that it's fast forwardable.
0: Right, 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 right. Whenever okay. it's in
1: a straight line, it's fast forwardable. And when it bumps off at an angle, it has to be a full merge commit.
0: Okay. So I know you don't like it, (laughs) right? Well, it hasn't sunk in yet. What what does that mean one more time?
1: It means it'll fast forward.
0: Right. But what does that mean? Why can it? It can fast forward without merging because nothing fundamental was changed or?
1: No, because there are no commits on main between the point where the fix left and the point we're going back.
0: Okay, but that isn't true of the uh, of the fix. Only of the feature it, in this
1: wo- case. The fix already has the fix is already two ahead, and once we've merged, sorry, the new version is two ahead, and once we've merged the fix in, that will the, the that would then there will be something on main in the way. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, get checkout main, git merge fix on the missing OS, and you will see it fast forwards. And it has no problem whatsoever because there is no conflict between the current main and the one change we have made in the fix.
0: Shouldn't have any trouble.
1: Shouldn't have any trouble, it, it doesn't fast have forwarded. any trouble. Exactly. Okay. Hey Presto, no problem. So we're gonna be good citizens, so we're gonna tag our new version. So git space tag space v two point four point one. And since we've fixed the missing OS. We should say git space branch space minus D for delete space fix underscore missing OS. There we go. That branch is gone.
0: Hang on. Uh, Missing OS. Okay. Wait. Did I miss it? Misspell it? It says fix underscore missing OS not found.
1: Did you already delete this? No, or They've already deleted it, or there's a typo. No, I said, somewhere?
0: yeah, probably. I said, git merge, fix missing OS, and it says, got it, Intel uh, the index.html had one thing added, one thing deleted, uh, and then I said, git tag 2.4.1, then I said, git branch minus d fix underscore missing OS. Let me In camel case. paste it. I'm going to copy and paste it to make sure we're not typoing which you I'm sure you're right. Yeah, I don't know what I did wrong. Can't see it, but that's okay. It's fixed now.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I copy and paste it all the time because I ah, can't type.
0: Ah, missing zero S. Aha. Uh-huh. There we go. Be okay. It. So, uh, we we uh, we merged, we tagged and then we deleted that that other branch because it doesn't need to exist anymore because all of the information of what happened in that has been brought forward with us, correct? Correct. All right, correct. good. Yes. Okay.
1: So now we're ready. Right now we imagine another ages of work has gone and we finished making our little uh, our little alert. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to bring our little alert into main. And it should be fine. Let me just merge that, Bert, Bart. <laughs> Well, the first, like like we've done with the first merge, we're going to be good citizens. So we're going to increase the version, but this is a feature, not a fix. So we're going to go from two four one to two five zero. But wait, we have and, to merge it first. Sure, but I'm just I'm just saying what we're going to we do is merge there. the branches, okay. tag them, mm-hmm. and then delete the branch. That's our, that's what we want to do. Right, merge them, tag them, delete. Right. Okay, fine. So we charge in blindly. We go git space merge space feet underscore series age.
0: Oh, no, there's a merge conflict in index.html.
1: There you go. Yeah, so it says auto-merging index.html. Conflict! Merge conflict. Okay. It says automatic merge failed. Fix conflicts and then commit the result. So as expected and planned, we have a merge conflict in index.html. And Git has been fairly clear about the fact that we have a conflict. I, I don't think you could say that it is not obvious. Right. So we've now entered this limbo state where Git is waiting for us to apply our intelligence and to tell it, okay, back to you. So we could be in this state for ages. So needless to say, Git status will tell us this is where we are. So if you do a Git status now, it will tell you you're on branch main and that you have unmerged paths, which is Git's language for a merge conflict.
0: Huh so that's that's still a branch sitting out there waiting to come in but it's but but main knows about it now
1: it's half in
0: half so in okay it,
1: right so this change has two changes it has index.html and it has an extra file added called moment with locales.min.js oh okay and so it's okay. brought that in because it could do that without a problem but it's conflicted on index.html oh
0: oh so that other file is in there
1: that other it's, file is it's in there so merged
0: in yes Oh, yes. okay. Just one piece so, uh, of it isn't.
1: Well, no. So the the locales file is fully in, right? And anything in index.html that isn't a conflict is also in.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So if you'd done ten changes and you only had one a conflict on one line, the other nine are, are have been merged in.
1: And in this case, in fact, that means that the alert is in. It's just the paragraph is broken.
0: Oh, so if I open it right now, hmm? I should see the alert. Uh, PBS series is five years old, but it's still saying jQuery and PopperJS, so it's not talking about the uh, moment.js yet.
1: Right, so okay. if you were to open the file in your text editor, say, then you could see what's going on better, and you'll see that at the top you have the div class equals alert, and then down below we have the conflict. So don't say that out loud yet. I'm going to save that as a surprise for the listeners, but it, Git has done something with that conflict.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So, at the moment the first thing to notice is what it looks like on a git status so you should see this git status and i think well you'll get to know it pretty quick that this is what it looks like when you're in this limbo half merged state so it says you have unmerged paths mm-hmm. fix conflicts and run git commit and it actually tells you how to run away it says use git merge minus 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 support to abort the merge oh, okay it tells you the changes it has been able to merge, so it has a new file, moment moment.js 2.29, moment with locales.min.js, and it tells you where the conflict is. It says unmerged paths, use git add to mark resolution, and then it says both modified indexed HTML. So both modified means both branches have had to go at the same bit of indexed HTML.
0: So that surprises me. It's sort of telling us to do two different things. It says fix conflicts and run git commit, but it's also saying use git add file to mark resolution.
1: Right. So you have to mark your resolutions and then you can commit.
0: Mark your resolution. No, no. Okay.
1: Sorry. If you do git commit, you're going to commit only the new moment with locales, but you don't want to do that. You want to fix everything before you commit. Why would it? Oh, okay. hmm. This is like we're in a staging, right? So changes to be committed is your staging area. So our staging area already contains everything it could do automatically. Right. And now we need to fix and stage the conflicts.
0: I don't understand what marking resolution means. Or maybe we aren't to that yet.
1: Right. So Git has said over to you. Right. Marking resolution is saying back to you, Git. So we have to manually fix this and then tell git we have done our bit.
0: Okay. So, so just running git commit doesn't do it. You have to mark this resolution. You have to fix it, mark it, and then hand and then hand it back with the git commit.
1: Correct. So just okay. like we have when we edit a file, we have to stage it before we commit it. Okay. In this case we have to fix it and then effectively stage it, or in this case mark resolved, and then we can commit.
0: Okay, interesting. So Market Resolve takes the place of staging it when you're fixing it. Okay, because it's sort of partially staged.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're sort of in this weird state where we're halfway through a merge. And so we're basically, the equivalent of the staging area is the merging area.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right.
1: So Git has told us in the Git status that we are in this state, and your GUI will tell you the same information. So if you open Git Kraken now and open that folder in Git Kraken, you will see... That it's full of yellow exclamation marks, telling you, you are in a conflicted state.
0: Hmm. Let's see. I didn't have it open and get cracking yet. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. file conflict was found when attempting to merge into Maine. Yeah, Abort
1: pretty merge! Yucky. Yeah, okay, so there we go. So the first thing is Git offers you the runaway button quite clearly. Sorry, Git Kraken offers you the runaway button quite clearly. It's giant and red.
0: Yeah, it's in the bottom right corner, which is an odd place to catch your attention, but it's so
1: obvious well, you, even you I can see it. an, You say it's an odd place, Alison. That is the place for the commit button.
0: Okay, so you get used to going down there.
1: Yeah, down there is the action button, right? Normally, that's one big button called commit, and that's now been split in half. Yeah, Commit and merge and abort merge.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. There's so there's two orange alerts and a red button. Yeah. Oh no, three three orange alerts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, hard it's to pretty. Miss. It's like you are in a conflicted state. You must deal with this. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to run away, because I think it's oh. important to know how easy it is to run away. Okay. So to run away, Git has already told us how to run away. Git space merge space minus minus abort. So just okay. do that.
0: So does that mean that file will disappear again?
1: Yep, it will be as if we had never even started the merge.
0: Okay. Huh.
1: So just run that, and it doesn't even give you any output, but mm-hmm. if you do a git status, it says on unbranched main, nothing to commit, working tree clean. Oh. And if you look inside git kraken, all normal again.
0: Yeah, all my, all my alerts went away. Yeah, it's be- yeah. it's a beautiful thing.
1: So that is how easy it is to run away. So no matter how badly you mess up, you can always run away, and it's that easy. So mm-hmm. that's the most important thing to remember. You can always run away. Okay, now let's not run away. So let's redo the merge. Git space merge space feet underscore series age, and this time we're going to resolve the conflict instead of running away. All right. So we're back to where we were a moment ago. So we know there is a conflict in index at HTML, and we know that Git has told us it's our problem. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Well, what Git has actually done is it has marked in the file the one or more sections it needs your help with. Oh, and it it's actually that, edited the text file. It has edited the text oh, that's file. that's cool. So you will find a special header line, a special starting line that tells you this is the start of a conflict region and it's basically I think it's eight chevrons followed by the word head. Or eight less than signs, yes, less than science, followed by the word head. That marks the start of a conflict region. Hmm. What follows that special line, arrow, 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 head, is the version of the conflicted bit from the branch you're currently on, which in our case is main. Say that that again. So you have all those chevrons, the word head, and then the version of the conflicted section as it is on main as it is on our current branch. Okay. Then we have a separator line, which is eight equal signs. And then we have the same section from the branch. And then we have an ending line, which is a greater than sign and the name of the branch that's coming in. So it's less than, less than, less than, less than head, the version from main. All the equals is the version from feet. And then the Chevron line to tell us it's finished. So between the, 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 the less than signs and the greater than signs is the conflict region and git has shown us the two versions and we have to replace all of that so the Chevrons, the equals we have to replace everything there with whatever we think is the right answer.
0: okay so we have to actually delete this less than less than less than head and the feet the greater than greater than greater than a feet underscore series age at the
1: end. Correct. And what we should be left with then. So right now there are the special marker lines and two versions. Okay. When we're finished, there should be no marker lines and one intelligently created new version. Okay. And what it is, is going to be 100% dependent on the situation. Okay. Because every situation is different. It needs our help, right? We have to apply our human intelligence. But basically, wherever you find that Chevron, Chevron, Chevron head all those sequences chevron 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 etc mm-hmm. you have to go in and actually resolve the conflict so that is git saying here are the two versions you figure it out
0: right right but that's a so, that's pretty that's pretty good
1: it is pretty good and because it's a standard syntax a lot of coding editors are aware of it so open the same file in VS code uh
0: okay uh, Okay. And I actually down just fixed, <laughs> Sorry. Hmm? I I fixed it. Sorry. I screwed up. I fixed it.
1: <laughs> well, there's a screenshot in the show notes, but basically VS Code will mark the will mark it in different colors the two sides of the conflict, and it will tell you in a little bit of explainer text which branch it's come from. So you'll see it uh, It screenshots six.
0: Okay. I just tried using... Um, hang on. Nope. Ah, shoot. I tried using version control, which never, ever, ever works, by the way, Bart. I know you love it. But I did the reverse well, Okay,
1: if you want to back it out again, just just go uh, minus one as abort again and just re- restart.
0: Oh, oh, look at me.
1: You have no idea how often I do that to get all my screenshots. <laughs>
0: all right. So if I now open that with uh, VS Code, which I have open here, you're saying I'm going to see some brightly colored excitement?
1: Well, colored. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: And actually, I work in dark mode in VS Code. So in my case, it's red and green. I don't know what it'll be if you have light version of VS Code. I'm
0: actually uh, in... No, that, that abort didn't fix it. I saved the file. So the uh, abort didn't get me out of it. It
1: should do. The abort should always get you out.
0: No, that the all that nonsense that was in there. Oh, shoot. Wait. What have I done? I'm making a dog's dinner here. No, I'm not sure.
1: Hmm. and I have no idea what you've done because I can't see what you're doing.
0: Yeah, well...
1: Uh, What what does git status have to say?
0: uh, Let's see. Git status. Nothing to commit. Working tree clean.
1: Then it sounds like you have succeeded in aborting.
0: So you would think that it would have... Do you want to save changes? Don't save. Okay, what have I yeah, just
1: qu- quit out edit of your editors. Don't let them cache anything, and then have a look at how it actually genuinely looks now. Okay. And I would imagine there are no conflicts because you have backed out.
0: Yeah, no, I managed to fix it. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, but there shouldn't be a conflict. You haven't restarted the merge.
0: I know, but I don't have. The- yeah, I've screwed up. Here, let me well, do what, this. What
1: branch are you on?
0: Uh, let's see.
1: To get status. You should still be on oh. main. Yeah, I am. Okay, and so the paragraph should only have a bootstrap popper and whatever. That's all you should have.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So it shouldn't have those greater than. It. It's okay. Yeah, right. Because you backed out.
1: You oh, away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now go back and try to merge. Now go back in. So redo okay. Now I got you. Okay. Now I'm sure I've got a. I've, should have the mess that we're looking for. Sorry about that, audience. No, are good shouldn't open in uh there it is bright color green for the head and blue for the cl- uh closing it out with the feature series age okay so i can see the conflicts now
1: yeah and so uh, vs code does a nice job of marking it up it tells you it's a conflict it tells you what branches come from it you know it it's aware of it and because it's such a nice definable syntax every editor is free to be helpful
0: Right, right, because it knows what it's going to look like.
1: Yeah, exactly, because it knows what that means. That has a special meaning in Git world. That that is the syntax for this is a this is a conflict.
0: So I, I like this because it's a good combination of being a GUI. Essentially, I, it is it is graphical and it is a user graphical in that it's color, but it's yeah. it's actually all text.
1: It is all text under the hood. Exactly, it's very simple text syntax. So what I would like you to do is to replace all of that stuff from the opening chevrons to the closing chevrons with what's in the show notes, which is one unified paragraph that captures all of the information. It simply says, almost everything in this series is powered by open source technologies. Even this silly little demo uses Moment.js, Bootstrap, and by extension, jQuery and Popper. Okay. So that is an English sentence that captures the meaning of both paragraphs in one paragraph. So that is us applying intelligence to resolve a conflict.
0: And I can hit save now?
1: You can hit save now. Okay. And then back on the terminal, it's time for us to tell Git we've done our bit. And we do that by staging. The syntax is the same as staging. So Git space add space index.html, which is what Git status told us to do.
0: So how, how is it that we marked it resolved? By removing those lines?
1: Correct. Once there are no more chevrons left, then the conflict is gone. Now, I mean, you could go in there and just delete it all. That is a resolution. Yeah. I want none of this, right? (laughs) That is a valid resolution. Sure. You could replace the whole thing with a poop emoji. That is a valid resolution. Technically, you could get
0: rid of the two chevron lines and leave both of them in there.
1: You could. And in some situations, that actually might be a, a valid thing to do. Yeah, You know, if you're, if you're doing, if you have a bulleted list and you, you know, one of you changes item three to boobity boo and the other one to blibbity blop, well, maybe you need both in your list. So maybe it is perfectly valid to leave both in, you know, it all depends. So anyway, the point being, when you're done with your thing, you say git space, add space, index.html. And so now if you do a git status, we are still in our limbo state, but there are no more conflicts. So it says, on branch main, all conflicts fixed, but you are still merging. Use git commit to conclude merge.
0: Okay, so you're it's, still merging that middle state, but it's not conflicting.
1: Exactly, so you're ready to, to finish, basically. So it says, changes to be committed. New file is the moment.js, and modified is now index.html. In oh,
0: and by the way, uh, before I do that, uh, git kraken's all happy now. All the colors are pretty I was going to say again.
1: screenshot seven is a happy git kraken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, but you could still abort merge at this point. So we still have our red button.
1: We And indeed, if you were to do a minus minus abort, all of your good work would go away and you'd be right back to where you were. Because <laughs> you're still in the limbo state, right? You haven't chosen to exit. Right. So we choose to exit by committing our change. So we say git commit space minus m feet Added an alert with the age of the series.
0: So we're doing our, not just our semver, but our, wait, don't tell me, don't tell me what we call it. Oh, there's a great name. It's like semantic versioning, except it's not that, That what is it called? No one
1: near a sense to be named. Yeah. S- structured.
0: Structured commits? There we That's go. It was? Okay. All right. So by putting feet colon, we're telling everybody it's going to be a feature. Correct. Oof.
1: All right. There we go. It's in. There we go. We have successfully gotten through the conflict. It is done. So now we should tidy up after ourselves. Git tag v2.5.0, git branch space minus d feet series underscore age to delete our now obsolete branch.
0: All right. And so 2.5.0 was because we added a feature.
1: Correct. So that's our semver.
0: That's right. Okay.
1: So that's it. We have successfully navigated a merge conflict. If you do a git status, you'll see that we're on branch main, nothing to commit, working tree clean.
0: How Lovely. That wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Does it feel like that in real life, though? Or do you get in there and between those chevrons, it's just a giant pile of glop and it takes you days to pile through it and figure out what you meant to do?
1: If you adopt the attitude of commit early and commit often, then the conflicts will always be small okay if you spend a week working on something and particularly when you get to the stage where you're sharing a repository with multiple human beings so if you're a slow committer and your colleague is a slow committer and you're both working on the one file for a week (laughs) whichever one of you commits second is in for a world of pain. (laughs) And so you'd want to hope that if it's Friday at 5 p.m., that your colleague didn't commit at 10 to 5.
0: (laughs) So maybe commit early, commit often helps you even if your colleague isn't doing
1: that. Correct, because then your colleague is going to be the one who wrote. So you may have committed 20 times during the week, Mm -hmm. all without conflicts, and your slow colleague he doesn't commit very often commits once on Friday evening and has a very rotten Friday evening. (laughs) So, yeah, so basically good hygiene will mean that your conflicts are simple. And the whole point of a versioning system is that you should be committing your changes often so you can roll back if you make a boo-boo. Right. But there's no point in working for five days without committing and then on the fifth day accidentally hitting, you know, Typoing something, accidentally hitting command-A, backspace, save. Ah, nuts! You know, <laughs> I don't have any version to go back to. I mean, really, you should be committing often. Like, I don't leave my desk without committing.
0: Oh, oh, interesting. Okay.
1: Even so, if it says, system,
0: left it in a world of hurt?
1: Right, because you're working on a dev branch, it doesn't matter it's in a world of hurt. Okay. That's why you branch, right? Right. So that you're not destroying main 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 is sacrosanct it should, so i'll have whip colon you know got halfway through implementing function x boom okay so, you know commit and well this won't mean anything to the listeners yet but it's it's commit and push right uh, one of my colleagues has a wonderful sign um hanging on his office door in case of fire git git commit space minus am emergency git push <laughs> Exit building. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That is fantastic.
1: So anyway, that is that is our, tra- our task for today, all done. And I'm hoping you're not as scared of these conflicts anymore.
0: I'm definitely not. I I um, I definitely am less fearful. We'll see how I feel when it actually happens. Um, yes.
1: Nothing like trial by fire.
0: In, in real life, yeah. And now... I think what we learned, so I'm still using the GUI and not doing it by hand in real life, but I'm learning the underpinning so I understand how the, you know, what is the calculator doing when it spits out a number?
1: Which is what I do too, right? I mean, I do, and okay, so that's only half true. When I'm on a server, I am using the command line because it's far too much effort to have an X11 connection to a server that isn't running a GUI at all anyway. Mm -hmm. So in work, we use Git to manage server configs because you want to be able to roll back to a working apache config if you make a boo-boo right mm-hmm. so it makes a lot of sense and in that scenario i'm using the command line but they're all very simple things right it's git commit git push really is all you're doing maybe a git pull every now and then which again to our listeners push and pull that's coming up in a few weeks time quite soon actually um but for now you that don't worry about that but the point being On the server, I'm on the command line, but I'm not doing anything complicated there. When I'm doing my real work, writing the config or programming, I am on Mac OS X using VS Code these days and using Git Kraken. So while I'm doing my heavy lifting, it's with the GUI. And then when I SSH onto the server where I need to consume the config, I've just spent half an hour perfecting, then I'll use the command line to do the quick you know, update, pull it down from the server, pop it off, you know, pull it down from the Git server, pop it onto the server, server, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Okay, where I was going with this was we're we're learning the underpinnings with the command line that we may or may not end up using depending on how we end up programming and doing the other things we're learning to do. Um, But what I didn't ever see was what I got to see in Git Kraken was what does it look like when it is when something I did in the command line now is showing visually in Git Kraken, but we didn't learn how to do the merge and the conflict and all that using the GUI. We only know how to see what it looks like when we did it from the command line.
1: Yes. And what I'm hoping you're noticing more and more is that the labels on the buttons in Git Kraken are code source. They use the same verbs as the command line. I think you because all they command. are, I mean, they're just a skin for the same functionality,
0: right? So, but I don't see any buttons that say um, merge, for example.
1: Uh, well, you drag and drop. You're in a GUI, you drag and well, you can right click and say merge into main and stuff. But in the GUIs, you generally drag and drop because that is a GUI-like way of saying make this beyond that. Like, if you right-click on a branch, there should be merge options in most of the GUIs.
0: Yeah, I'm looking for that. It may be that now that everything's all merged happy together, I'm i was going to say, we that. don't
1: have a branch to merge, so this is not a particularly... Yeah, good, uh, I
0: asked it the wrong time, right?
1: Well, I was going to say, if you go to the Git repository for programming by stealth, you have PBS 110 whip sitting there. So if you right-click on that, uh, what have we got? Clay branch here. Uh... Yeah, it's a great radio. Copy, the, it, commit,
0: sha. <laughs> That's the only commit I see there. Check yeah, out no, this actually, commit.
1: Yeah, so actually, no, you're right. It is actually GitKraken very much expects you to drag and drop one onto the other, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I know we don't want to get specific about uh, editors or or Git clients, but I wonder whether there's some commonality between them that would tell us that. Like, I I don't know how to commit. I, I, it wouldn't have occurred to me to drag and drop to do a commit you in the I background guess. have had me doing that with the show notes, but I'm always like, okay, Bart said to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so I wonder whether there's some commonality we could find conceptually to talk about it in the GUI interface as well.
1: Um, something to to some extent, yeah, something the noodles. Uh, I I've, I've always found it intuitive to drag and drop, but yeah. maybe the reason I like it tracking is because it thinks like I do. <laughs>
0: Well, well but, I mean, but also it may—it's been quite a while since you learned how to do it, right? So it's hard to remember. How did I figure this out?
1: Yes, because I've been doing source control since Tortoise SVN on <laughs> Windows when I was a Windows user.
0: Okay, so that's a little ways back. Yeah, that's so a little
1: ways back. Yeah,
0: maybe you and I can talk about that in the background. But I think that might be something useful because if I'm going to be doing merging, like uh, and and the audience is going to be doing merging, but we're going to be doing it in a GUI. We need to know how to do that. And if it's not obvious, uh the the commit stuff is a little bit easier, but that might be because I've seen how to do it, because I've already learned it.
1: And you've been so, doing that, yeah. So to some extent, I guess, you know, help merge and you're gonna find every 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 git app is gonna have a help article on merging. Because that is
0: it's what you such do. With a them. Yeah. That's
1: what you do with them. And if I Git Kraken's website has lots of videos. And what I really like actually is a lot of them are basic Git concepts. So if you need a little refresher on git on the on the, what is a git cherry pick or whatever, the chances are the Git Kraken website has a video mm. sort of explaining both the Git idea and the Git Kraken GUI for that git idea. So okay. they, they cover it from both sides, which I like. And they have a cute octopus and yeah, I like a cute <laughs> octopus. There you go. Um so go just ahead. to tease next time. Mm-hmm. Because we like to leave you on a, t- you know, a bit of a cliffhanger, so you may or may not have noticed that a lot of the things I've been saying the last few installments have had the magical word before. Before you start making changes, create a new feature or fix branch. Don't forget to to, to ooh, that should be don't forget to yeah to check out the right branch before adding a new files. Remember, you have to have a clean working copy before you can merge, right? All of those befores require us humans to remember things. And us humans are terrible at remembering (laughs) things, or I am anyway. I'll speak for myself on that. So it is inevitable that one of these befores is going to slip your mind. And you're going to start editing in the wrong place. You're going to be on the wrong branch, or you're going to have uncommitted changes that you don't want to commit for whatever reason, and you need to do a merge, how do you square that circle because you don't have a time machine? Well, Git has functionality, especially to deal with those human foibles. Hmm. They're called stashes, and they are wonderfully useful. I use them all the time because I'm forever accidentally doing the wrong thing on the wrong branch. And with a Git stash, I can recover from my human foibles with minimal stress. (laughs) and that is good i like minimizing my stress so the next installment is going to be all about stashing and how it saves our bacon
0: i love the idea of something that allows us to continue to be human because like why to pretend why pretend that we're not going to forget that's that's just called (laughs) denial right
1: (laughs) exactly exactly if your model is built on humans not being human your model is 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 going to fail yeah
0: exactly yeah Well, I'm going to do something I didn't ask Bart's permission to do, but uh, Uh I don't think I don't think this will bother him. Um, In our Slack, uh, podfeet.com/slash-slack in the programming by stealth channel, I put a link to a uh, a guy on TikTok. His name is Scott Hanselman, and um, oh, what was the exact phrase that uh, Caleb Fong used about him? He, um, well, I've lost my window here. Uh, This guy does little inspirational videos about programming but they're 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 like like therapy sessions oh here it is he said Scott Hanselman is a rich blessing to up and coming coders and technologists and the one that he did that that caught my eye is all about imposter syndrome and he basically says, you will always be, feel like an imposter. You will never feel like you know what you're doing. And that's if that's the way you feel, then you're probably doing it right. And uh, yes. I don't know if I have permission to put a link in the show notes or whether oh. we want to just tease people to go to the uh, Programming by Stealth thread. I think, we, can we put it in the show notes here? Well,
1: I was gonna say It should definitely go in the pod show notes, right? Because it's in the audio blog.
0: Uh, yeah, they may not ever end up there is the only problem so Hmm. uh well we can leave it to go to to join our slack no
1: no we actually tell you what you can pop a paragraph after final thoughts called like easter egg or something and pop it in there
0: okay there you go palate cleanser
1: (laughs) palate cleanser easter yeah so i'll I'll leave it to you to be creative
0: all right sounds good uh i didn't mean to spring that on you i meant to tell you ahead of time but i forgot so uh anyway I, i thought it was lovely and it made me feel better
1: but well, that's, that's good. And I think it's the, the imposter syndrome is like the, the corollary to the Dunning-Kruger effect. If you actually know your stuff, you know how little you know. <laughs> if you don't know what you're talking about, you think you know a lot more than you actually do. <laughs> Absolutely. So imposter syndrome, good. <laughs> it means you're, you're onto something.
0: All right. On, on that note, we're all faking it, so...
1: So fake it till you make it, you'll be grand. We're all doing the same thing. (laughs) Okay, well, as I say, stashing next time. And until then, happy computing.
0: If you learn as much from Bart each week as I do, I'd like you to go over to lets-talk.ie and press one of the buttons over there to help support him. He does 98% of the work here. I'm just the stooge that listens to him and asks the dumb questions. If you go over to let talkie you can support him on Patreon, you can donate via PayPal, or you can use one of his referral links. I really hope you'll go over and help him out. In the meantime, you can contact me at Podfeet or check out all of the shows we do over there over at podfeet.com. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.